I had a fry every day this summer. Working on building sites. You know, now again, we didn't win, so maybe it wasn't the right thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> I should have been there, the fruit and the pasta. <laughs> OTB AM, live weekday mornings from 7.30 on the OTB Sports app. OTB AM. With Gillette, get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. Owen, we're talking about a living legend in Kerry. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the last stop on the trip yesterday was to go up to Tralee to meet Marina Barry. She was part of the team that, as you say, won 10 All-Irelands, 9 All-Irelands on the bounce. And it is 40 years ago this year since that run began. 1982, obviously not a great year uh, when it comes to the, the top of the minds of Kerry football fans. They were obviously done by Seamus Darby and, and that goal for Offaly uh, to stop the five in a row. But in 1982, the same year, the women were also in a final, also against Offaly, but they did manage to win that one. And that was going to become the first of nine All-Ireland titles in a row. It was an absolutely obscene run that they went on. Of course, in a couple of weeks' time, on Sunday week, they're going to be in an All-Ireland final as well as they go for the men's and women's finals. The first time since 1986 that Kerry are in both finals. So uh, Marina was a, a key part of that team, which included so many Kerry legends. A lot of them just don't like doing interviews, It's uh, it, which almost kind of enhances uh, the, the legend around them a little bit. So uh, thankfully, she managed to uh, agree to sit down with me yesterday evening. We'll bring you that chat after the break. Brilliant. We're back after this. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. You know, I always felt at the time just trying to get facilities was difficult. You had your um, management team, you know, with the county board, but the, you've got to remember that the women and the men were separate. So um, we wouldn't have, wouldn't have had the same access to facilities. But um, so even getting, you know, fields to train on and things like that was difficult. Uh, there wouldn't have been much money for, you know, food or, you know, before games and things or after games. But um Nowadays, uh, and even access to fields, you know, uh, to get Crow Park to play in All-Ireland. And, you know, when I was watching games with my dad and my family way back in the 70s, 80s, you know, we used to watch on TV and uh, you'd see Kerry Dublin playing, you know, amazing games and our own club um, mates would would have been playing the likes of Gerard Power, Mikey Sheehy, John O'Keefe. And these, you know, they were playing Crow Park and I automatically thought that's where we'd play the All-Ireland. But it that didn't happen for us until 1986. So we would have been playing it, you know, around the country, but no place um, that I would have thought was a big stadium. But uh, we got to play there in 1986, which is huge. Uh, so for me, that was like... Yeah, this is real now. This is what the All-Ireland is about. But before that, because it, I suppose ladies football was only beginning its journey as such. But nowadays it has totally improved and it's great to see the support that the girls are getting. But it didn't take from the enjoyment. Sure. But for me, um, I always wanted to play in Grow Park. So uh, to get access to it was a huge step forward for, for us at the time. 86, uh, like um, the, the last time Kerry were on the hunt for the double, actually, as, as it turns out. So I presume that year, just because of the Croke Park reason, is, is that as special as any of the other years, that first final in Croke Park for you? Um, 
it's it's one of them up there. There was one before that. In ni- no, was that in 86? No, 86 is probably the first. Uh, beyond that, it wasn't even in Crow Park. There was another game that um, we had won the nine in a row. So we were playing Waterford, who were a huge team um, back in, in the day. And every Munster final, we'd play Waterford. And I mean, those wins were narrow by us, but we just managed to, to get over the line. But there was one we had gone to the nine in a row uh, lost. So in 93, we were playing them again in uh, Killarney in Fitzgerald Stadium. And it, that was a ding dong of a game. It was point for point. They were ahead, we were ahead. And then there was about maybe 40 seconds left in the game. And th- it was a draw at this stage. And um, I got the ball into my hand a good bit out now on the right hand side. Well, on the stand side, and I just said, let's go for it. And uh, it thankfully went floated over. <laughs> I don't know how it did, but that for me probably was one of the, the better games that I remember. It wasn't even a final, but it was, a, you know, a game that really, it, it was a ding-dong battle. People were getting heart. My dad was, you know, people were getting heart attacks. It was so close and so intense, you know. So it was, you know, there were games. It didn't have to be finals. But a lot of the games were were very competitive and really, you know, enjoy, enjoyable. Uh, so we went on then to, to win that one again in 93, which was the last of our All-Irelands, really, yeah. What's interesting is that whenever uh, we speak to anybody from the, the great nine in a row teams, uh, it, it's you're a very modest bunch and it's very, very hard to get anybody to kind of talk about uh, the the run full stop and then to talk about how, how excellent the team was. So I'm going to ask you to talk about one of your teammates instead of yourself for a moment. And and, and Mary Jo Curran is one uh, player who gets kind of spoken about quite a bit, possibly the most recognisable name on that team, just just, just for people who, who weren't maybe old enough to have, have seen her in her pomp for Kerry. How good a player was she? Well, Mary Jo was so good and that... She could nearly have kicked the ball out from goals herself. She could have been the goalkeeper. If she kicked it out, she then would have been able to go out, catch it in midfield, solo, do a few dummies and put it over the bar. You really really, that is how good she was. She um, liked that, very shy, didn't want to talk about herself, but she could glide, she could catch. Um, She was graceful. yeah, she was everything. I'd say she must have got an all-star every year. Mm. Um, and, you know, didn't, as I say, didn't want to know about how, you know, that she, you know, she was so good, but she was, she got us out of trouble. Now, not saying it's a team game at the end of it, you know, everyone has to, you know, be involved, the subs especially as well. There were a lot of people on the panel. But yeah, if you were to pick anybody, Mary Jo in my era, and even to this day, She's one there that you put up there that was just majestic, a lady, um, unselfish, um, all those those words that you, you know, talk about somebody. And yeah, if you wanted to get out a b- bit of bother, if you wanted a little goal at the back of the net, she could just go the length of the field and, and slot it through. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so she, yeah, she is uh, one of the all-time greats, absolutely, with the, the Curry team. I do think she's appreciated within Kerry, but maybe nationally, do you think maybe more appreciation needs to go for her as like one of the all-time greats in, in Gaelic games, full stop? Yeah, absolutely. And she played basketball as well, and she was uh, as good at that. So she kind of finished in, I think, early with Kerry because she wanted to focus focus on basketball as well. So definitely people do know her around the country. 
um, as a super athlete, I suppose, first and foremost, whether it be football or basketball. Um, yeah, Mary Jo is a name that, that is well known. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, can I ask then about the year the run ends? Going for a 10, I presume, was like this this lovely uh, round number to, to, to get to. And of course, it would have been, they would have taken a brave person to, to bet against you that year. So what did happen that year and, and how did that feel to actually lose again? I think I remember more the, the time we lost than when we had nine in a row. I think we played Waterford out in Listole. And um, usually we could pull it out of the bag, but we didn't this time. So I think that for me was the, the, more, the one that kind of hurt most. Um, it was like you kind of finished the game and you kind of didn't it was disbelief that did we actually lose yeah. you know it that doesn't usually happen but you know you, it takes a few <laughs> a few days for the you know the pill to drop and to kind of uh, realise so I suppose when we lost when we finished in 93 a few of the team then had decided to retire because we'd been on you know the road a while and a few a new young crew were coming in and, you know, they were all, I, I think I stayed on for another year, year or two, but I was based in Dublin as well. So a lot of traveling up and down. But um, yeah, I mean, when we finished in 93, um, that was, you know, to get that win was huge. Uh, the number sounded nice too, 10. <laughs> but um, yeah, I suppose it's time, you know, for it to, to pass on to, you know, to move around. No, we were happy. But as I say, when when it finished, when we were beaten after the nine in a row, that was, I suppose, when it really kind of sank in. But we, you know, it took two years to come back again. And um, yeah, so we proved that we could do it once more. And as I say, then the team started to change. People retired, some stayed on. But uh, the girls now are doing fine. And there's, you know, there is and has always been a good uh, development of the, the girls. And they've been striving for years. And, you know, they were lucky not to get there a lot of the times. And hopefully now this year is, is another chance and a huge chance for, for them to, to drive on in in the final, um, the 31st, I think, of, yeah. of the month. Um, when you were watching the Cork team of the 2000s then, were you thinking about your record every year that passed or were you like, I oh, know it's good to have a great team at the top of the table? I suppose when you're looking from the outside, you, I suppose you'd like to see it go around and for it to be, you know, shared among yeah, people. So when we were playing, I'm sure people were, <laughs> were a little bit tired of us, but we weren't tired when you're playing, you don't mind. But, um, you know, uh, I was keeping an eye on them, all right, yeah. to, to see. And I suppose I didn't want our record uh, to be... Uh, <laughs> broken maybe yeah um but i suppose that's a natural feeling but no they were a great team they were a very good team managed um uh, very well um and um yeah a lot of those girls as well played the camogie so that was a huge you know uh, just to see the female sport grow and grow and grow each year was huge and the numbers are still growing and the support um you know and uh, you know it's 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 growing and growing, and it's it's great to see. And I suppose you know it was nice to know we started started it off, you know, um, from way back. And um, it's great to see it uh, thrive and blossom. And you know the players, and it's great support and huge, huge for uh, girls to yeah. see people and role models that they can maybe say, "I want to be like them one day," you know. Where do you keep your medals? You've got 10 All-Irelands. What do you what do you do with the medals? Yeah, I don't know. I can find about five of them. Yeah, but I, I'll have to start digging around. Uh, yeah, a few. Uh, yeah, I suppose when you when I was younger, um, you don't really, you know, 
you kind of put them somewhere or I think they were in the house somewhere. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll get to grips with them again. I, I don't know. But uh, yeah, I think the memories is, is the main thing. Um, just the memories of playing Crow Park, um, meeting people um, through the years. Uh, families were huge as well. My dad was huge had a huge interest he was very proud he you know he to see him um in, in the Hogan stand after and just you know the joy he he was a great footballer himself he played with Austin Sykes uh, hurling as did my family my brothers and sisters as well so um it's outside of the sport itself it brings families communities um our own club Austin Sykes you know so it's a part of my life, really, I suppose, you know, and uh, I still seem to want to continue. I was at training now last night and um, I still am able, thankfully, to, you know, uh, put the boots on and run around. Maybe not as fast as I'd like to, but uh, yeah. Where do you play for Stacks at the moment, actually? Um, I'm playing around maybe uh, corner forward. Yeah. Where does your daughter play? She plays out the field, maybe uh, half forward. You're not fighting for the same jersey anyway? No, 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 no. <laughs> Incredible stuff there from legendary Marina Barry, winner of 10 All-Ireland medals. You can catch the interview and all of Owen's interviews on our social channels and she is still playing football. That is just amazing stuff. OTB AM With Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar.